0: Welcome to a nightmare on Fierce Street,
1: a monstrous podcast about all things horror.
0: If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also rate and review us on Apple iTunes.
1: Oh, there we go! Surprise!
0: Surprise! It was just—it was a super (laughs) delay because I'm in Indiana.
2: (laughs) Well, very Gary. Hello.
1: Um, well all right everyone here we are back once again for the final installment of Trent's birthday weekend um and happy today, or tonight happy it's not day anymore it's night thank you Trent like
2: got a delay <laughs> uh, thank you i remember he's, making
1: balls with uh, you yeah. nine years ago. it's, it's a <laughs> funny <it's, it's, laughs> <laughs> yeah Trent got a delay so it's funny cuz <laughs> you'll yeah. so <laughs> say something and then like 3
0: um, seconds later he's
2: like thank you <laughs> I, I was wondering Yeah. <laughs> it <what?
1: laughs>
0: No, he was like, not now, Derek, we'll talk to you when it's ready. Um,
1: (laughs) So, yes, um, today we are joined by (laughs) Derek, our friend from, another friend from college, so we're having college reunions today, left and right. Um, So, Derek, we start with this, with every episode, (laughs) with every episode, what's your favorite scary movie? Dawn of the Dead. The original Dawn of the Dead. 1978 Dawn of the Dead.
2: Favorite, favorite, favorite. Uh, it's a real-life comic book. And anyone who loves going to the mall or did should watch it and feel like a total asshole. That's why it's so bold. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Wasn't that it Lauren's is. also?
0: What? No, Lauren had three and... They were, like, hereditary.
2: She said night.
0: She did. She did. She had three, though, and it was not Um. down yet, because I would have remembered. I would have been like, you and Derek talked beforehand. (laughs) So, yeah.
2: No.
1: (laughs) What's number two again? What's number two? So, um... (laughs) Alma was number two.
0: Like I forgot her th- trio, but we agreed with it. We were like, yeah, that scans. That's fair. Yep. Well, they weren't well, like crap movies. Yeah. I. You think I would remember because it was just like yeah, three hours ago?
2: You think I'd remember because I watched? Three
0: hours ago, it like five days. <laughs> yes. That was so many drinks and hopes ago, <laughs> like, three hours ago.
3: Oh yeah, Lauren's movies. Hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. I liked
0: all of
3: them
2: as a the sad the part.
1: Uh, anyway. <laughs> She did say hereditary. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, same, sure. same. Um, she did say hereditary. Um, all right. Well, anyway, so uh, Derek, do you have any uh, social media or projects you want to plug before we get started? Um, do I? Hmm. Well,
2: real quick, because I I'm not concise. It's just hard for me to be concise. Um, on uh, if you want to watch, follow me on Instagram, Dawn of the Derek. For everybody who wants to catch my Instagram, Donna the Derek. Uh, I like to just post goofy, silly things. It's definitely less professional social media I get on when I do remember to hop on there. If you scroll far back to uh, October, you'll find fun, horror-themed things that I'm sharing left and right on Instagram. I have zero shame about that. Uh, on Facebook, I started producing 10-minute plays. Haven't done it in a while, though. That's called Give Me 10 Productions. Check that out. That's pretty cool. And then... Uh, I, I finally started my new play exchange profile last week. Um, but right after this, I cleared it out because they asked me to do this episode. And I'm happy to be here. Thank you, guys. But I'm going to have one play posted on there. And it's called Fear Itself. It's a 10-minute werewolf horror play that I have purposely kept it empty just so that way you guys can find. It. All right. So look me up on New Play Exchange and then read Fear Itself. It's a 10-minute <laughs> horror play.
0: On it. Done. Yeah. yeah. Love
2: it. Yeah. Okay. So, we're talking about right. America. Well, well let's we'll, get down into in um, London or Paris yes. today? London.
0: London. London. Yeah.
1: Hey London.
0: Hey that would have been awkward.
2: We
1: going to Paris. would have
0: been like, it was in Europe. So,
1: <laughs> let's talk about grunge. Let's go.
2: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Trent.
1: Are you good? Uh, Derek, why don't you go, one of your first notes or your first thoughts or opinions,
2: whatever? Uh, I watched it for the first time uh, about like 10, 15 years ago, a long time ago, I forget. And I was just amazed at how it is literally the best werewolf movie I have ever seen. Especially the year it came out was also Wolfen and The Howling. So in in one year, you have three of the most important werewolf flicks ever of all time. And depending on who you talk to, those are the best werewolf flicks ever of all time. And it really holds its own and sets the bar for those three. Uh, Rick Baker did the special effects. Uh, okay, the cast, David Naughton, and, uh, 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 oh, crud, what's the other guy's name? Uh,
0: I just took the Pop Quiz. I did not write that down. Oh, okay. Okay.
2: But you know, it's a great story. The story is what gets you through, and the special effects help the story out. I think it's the first time we see an actual transformation happen on screen, which is a big deal, of course. And we get to see, oh, it's a painful experience to go through this. That's right. It's not just a Griffin Dunn, Thank you. Done. Um, it was on the tip of my tongue. I thought it was done something. Uh, but something that I noticed about it last night, for the first time watching it again. It's, it's like, it's so perfectly well paced. It's like the Fargo of horror flicks where, I mean, cause Fargo is not a long movie either. It's about an hour and a half hour and 40 minutes. And there's nothing more in the movie that's not needed. Meaning everything that happens really helps fuel the story forward. And after I watched *American Werewolf in London* last night, I actually did watch *American Werewolf in Paris* just out of like morbid curiosity, and it was night and day. And it taught me so much more about *American Werewolf in London* and why it works so well. It works so well because it doesn't try to be funny. It's hilarious. It is hilarious, but all of the laughs so and Gucci and so the, the story—they actually happen in a way that makes the next thing in the story happen. But then there's just so much violence in the movie. So much, and not even the werewolves, but when the werewolf is running all over London, when David Naughton transforms for the last time and he busts out of the porno theater, just the chaos that ensues. And it really struck a chord with me, especially considering everything that's been going on the past few years. And it just made me think of people going nuts in the street and what fear does to us. And it just made me look at it in such a different way than I never had before just watching it last night. And overall, it really strikes me that we're all afraid of becoming something inside of us that we don't like. And this movie, it starts out the very moment you have that inkling that you're about to recognize yourself as something you don't want to. And then until the very end, and there was nothing extra in there. So we're really just watching this man cope with this horrible case of mental illness that he inherited overnight and doesn't know how to process or deal with it. And then in the end, he's realizing his, his his mistakes that are against his own will that he's carrying out uh, unconsciously every day. And then he decides to just let go and not let it take him over anymore. It's really powerful stuff, especially how there's nothing in the movie that doesn't revolve around David, the character, the beginning. And as soon as David is gone in the movie, so is the movie. that's my take on an american werewolf in london
0: yes yes
2: absolutely robert i agree with you it wasn't his fault but he had to live with it and he had to cope
1: with what he was doing
0: yes right how
3: you feeling amanda um i mean it's an amazing cult classic right like i (laughs) had seen it of course like the last 15 minutes i didn't get to see as a child like, my mom barred me from, like, seeing the that end. Um, and I was like, oh, now I remember the porn theater and Piccadilly Circus. You know, like, now I know. You know, like, the sexy, the the orgy happening all night. I remember those posters. Um, I was like, what is his name? Cole and the Babysitter Googling orgy. <laughs> um, what is an orgy? So, <laughs> I mean, it's a cult classic. And this won an Oscar, right, for makeup. Because uh-huh. they were really changing horror in the game of and like this is amazing makeup and what they did and i was like oh shit this is nice like even seeing like jack come back and how we were seeing death as it progressed was really amazing um you know it just hasn't aged well mm-hmm. like some of the jokes i just was not of course in the, you know i get it in the 80s and those like that was the humor but i was like yeah i'm not i wasn't real i was laughing at moments but some of it i was like oh this is forced and like the relationships of like, you meeting a guy who's unconscious and like, suddenly Do- Nurse Price and they're like, he's gonna come stay in my house, but he's mentally ill. Um, and now we're gonna make out in the shower for an excruciatingly long time, unless it was a Dove commercial where I was like, what the hell is happening here? Um, which I guess <laughs> we needed to see that relationship because we needed to see what love is, right? We were gonna like, how does he fall in love and like that whole, um, yeah, I'm okay. I, I mean, I love the makeup, and I love a lot of what was happening. Like two friends in Europe, and all this stuff is happening. You know, what are do you doing? You're alone too. You have nothing or nowhere to go, and now you're in this position of like, what the hell happens next? So I do love that. Like, I mean, sure. you've been in Europe, and you're like, what the hell? I'm the only. You know. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's still a cult classic. I love the the makeup, but I don't know if I was as passionate about it because. A lot of the jokes and the things, maybe it wasn't written for me, you know, it wasn't for me. I wasn't their main audience. So I enjoyed bits of it that make it that classic, but not uh, highly invested in it. And that's okay
0: yes to both of you because like i definitely have notes on both sides of that line which is funny because you're on opposite sides of this square for me um but also <laughs> i thought it was really really fun for me because like i did just go to europe and like i forgot how scary it had to have been to travel when you can't just be a basic ass bitch like me and pop into a starbucks for directions <laughs> like what do you do um and i also Watching that pub, but just sort of sending them out to slaughter. And the woman's like, we can't do that. That right there is its own like 10 minute movie. And I wanted more of that. Mm -hmm. Um, There were so many random things that they joined together to make this work. That I was like, this is a solo project already. Like him just hearing his friend Jack. (laughs) Who's also sort of deteriorating. Coming back to visit him and haunt him. And bringing people he's killed recently. I was like, this is also another movie. It was like three different movies working to give me the one, and I was here for all of them and how they, like, fused together. Um, I did have one question, though, about the doctor who, like, traveled to investigate what happened when I can get a doctor to investigate my symptoms when I'm in the room with them, Mm -hmm. so I don't know, like, what London Healthcare is. Um, (laughs) But, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with all three of you. I really... um enjoyed i I enjoy this movie i i do think it's funny it's a lot of like that british humor that's very dry like when the cops knock over all the bedpans like that made me laugh like you know but i also um i didn't love the use of the female character the nurse it felt like she was just there to be love interest she wasn't really given any stakes outside of that and i don't think i necessarily needed it um I could, you could, I I do agree with what Amanda said, that we wanted to see what love feels like, but that love could have been a platonic love between him and a friend who's dead. Like we could have visited through that a little more. Um, I also know that he does need some kind of stake to keep him in love because if she went there, then who knows where he would have ended up. He probably would have just flown home to America. I also wanted to just mention off the top, this movie is definitely a part of my uh, <laughs> blossoming as a young gay man. <laughs> um, I watched this as a young teenager and definitely had a baby crush and all the nudity. And I was just, I was, I was very happy as a young gay Trent, twelve-year-old watching this movie. It,
0: there was a lot of butt. I will give you There's that. There was a lot of butt. There
1: was a lot
2: of legs crossed over one another. Yeah. That kind of like, posing dead.
0: Had I known I would have made a drinking game. I might not be. And that wolf ca- that read. wolf cage. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That wolf cage. You saw some.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: <laughs> Tom <Thomas. laughs>
0: I didn't so, like, the first time I knew I was an asshole watching this movie is when Jack gets attacked and David runs away. And yeah. I cackled. <laughs> I cackled. Yeah, like, but he, he's like, no. And he turns around when it's too damn late to go back. And I was like, good, sir. What?
1: Keep going.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, keep going. Now that he's almost done eating you, I'm going to run back. And that way he'll, he'll be closer when he tries to kill me. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I was thinking about something in that moment, though. Because when they left that pub, uh, they, they told them, stay on the trail. don't Stay stay on the road or where the line is. And they veered off.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And not that far away. I, it's tiny, and I'm sure other people catch it. But then it just kind of makes you wonder, like, ooh, wait. So if they just would have fucking listened <laughs> to the people <laughs> who lived there instead of doing their own thing. Right. Like, Stupid American on vacation. Americans. They'd still be alive? Americans. Yeah?
0: Mm. It's very American to just be like, I know best, and then wander off into the universe and get attacked. <laughs> by
3: yeah, and, and to not dress appropriately, right? Like, no hat or gloves. You're back yeah. being throughout Europe, but you're not going to have the necessities
0: to, like, do that. If you need a puffy vest, you need a hat.
2: I thought about that same thing too. And it, I wonder if that was just because of the times or, or I don't know, maybe we're just looking into it too much. What was the budget on this film? Does anybody know? I think that would explain a lot. Um, I knew they went big on the makeup. I mean, it had to all go way. to the makeup. They had to have, yeah. yeah. I
3: mean, it gives them a purpose to go to the pub, right? We're cold. We need to find shelter. Because if you're warm, you're not going to look for shelter. You're going to keep going.
2: I love that pub too. Love that yeah, pub. Yeah, that pub
3: was fun. I'd hang out there
2: same same it's terrifying to think about i can't i get scared enough i'm you know i'm i'm a male in my 30s i get scared to walk into a, a new bar for the first time 10 million bucks
3: 10 million That's got answers, y'all what <laughs> so
2: 1980 10 million bucks and i guarantee out,
1: you what? eight and a half of it went to makeup
2: oh yeah oh yeah yeah won the oscar though Rick baker yeah. Won the oscar. yeah good investments did we mention that John Landis directed this as well? So, John Animal House Landis, think about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. And this was his like this was this his, was his passion project. Sense. He worked on this for eleven years. Yeah. Before he could ever do it, like he had this idea before Animal House, before all the comedy that he did to mm-hmm. get the notoriety to be able to, to do, it. much like George Lucas with Star Wars. Yeah. Get the notoriety to do what he wanted to do it it kind of makes you wonder how
2: how nasty and dark the original script might have been if he had developed you, mm. you know these comedic writing chops i mean most likely it was imagine it without all the humor and it's just a dark film because this is legitimately scary uh, you never see the wolf that clear until towards the end that you, you don't see it too much at all you see it just enough. I mean, it's a psychological horror flick, so you don't need to see a whole lot. But then you can piece it together as it goes on. But just imagine none of the comedy in it. Just think about that for a second.
0: Like, it would be a different situation. I don't think it would be as enjoyable. But also, back to teasing us with the wolf, it goes back into that like burlesque horror theme I'm seeing. Because like if you just like throw it at us, we're like, well, I'm going to find issues with this because I can see all of it. But if you're yeah. like giving us glimpses, you're like, oh, what's that? Ooh, is that an ankle? Ooh, is that an ant? And so, yeah, it, it makes it more exciting. And so, when it runs out at the end, you're like, yes, I've been waiting for this. And this is a badass bitch. And I, it's bigger than I thought.
2: It was. He was, it, bigger, was. Yeah. <laughs> it was.
3: You heard it was. He was 19. Mm-hmm.
2: Man, John Landis is younger than I thought he was. Sorry, John Landis.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't think you're old. <laughs> So the scene, one of my favorite scenes is the uh, the dream sequence when he's with his family back home <laughs> and the militia of werewolves busts in. Yeah. Yes. What, would that be in a straight horror version of this by Landis or do we think that rides more on the comedic side because that's pretty twisted right there. And that's the one part of the film that I am just still banging my head against the wall as much as I love it and I think that's what makes it such a unique film that, that, that's what makes it such a different werewolf movie but I looked at it as if he believed he was part of a small army getting ready to take over or something maybe or mm-hmm. help me out here y'all
3: That was such a wild scene. I you know, like I'm glad they like, got away from the kids because yeah. I don't remember that moment. But I do know when like the kids started screaming, I was like, wait, do we see that happen? Um, because that would have just pushed it. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I really thought that it was like this virus, right? When the bug comes, like you get sick and it's just gonna take over and take everything everything take over everything and that's kind of how it felt i was like wow you were, okay you shot everybody now you're gonna burn that like everything gets destroyed you have to see what it's happening and then we to kill you right like he has to do um be aware of that and i thought yeah that was yeah. everything's gonna consume around him until he ends what he needs to do
1: mm-hmm. right yeah what a crazy not always a fan of when like mayhem is happening around like either really funny things or really like mundane things so like all these people are dying and kermit the frog is still like on tv and that's what that's the the soundtrack you're hearing you know Mm -hmm. it it reminds me of like of like us when they're killing that whole family and uh fuck the police is playing on the on the (laughs) the the siri or whatever it is they use but like yeah, so anytime that something feel, like really yeah. out there is happening and like crazy. Um, and then there's just something that's so diametrically opposed to that happening at the same time, I it always makes me laugh a little bit.
2: Oh yeah. It's it's a dichotomy of times. Landish is Jewish and so Nazis are not near enough. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I one of the things I also like what we're talking about. Yeah. Kermit in the background is like the soundtrack because it was a lot of like Blue Moon and Dead Moon Rising and Marvelous Night for, oh, I just forgot the name of it. Oh, I forgot the name of it. It's a classic. I just, my brain just quit on me on live TV. Um, but yeah, no, it never felt like cheesy or like on the nose. It was like very subtle. And I appreciate that because like, I love a good joke, but I don't love it when it's like, look at us for being funny. And this was more like, you have to almost be like, Paying super duper fucking attention in order to be like, wait, that's Van Morrison. I know this. This is funny, and so they're like little Easter eggs like that.
1: Yeah. So, Bad Moon Rising playing right before he transforms for the first time.
2: Yeah, and, and he trans. And something I loved about the movie is that he transforms so quick every time. You don't have to. You don't have to jerk around and and see someone be uncomfortable for like three or four minutes and then they slowly transform but boom right away he goes into it and then i love it in the movie theater as bad as it was knowing what was coming uh he's begging the usher to run away while he's transforming and uh the usher is just standing there like a dunce not knowing that he's gonna die soon i, I wonder what the usher was thinking in that moment what would be the inner monologue of this man
0: he probably thought he knew what was happening in that seat <laughs> because of the movie, but it was something completely different.
2: Complete, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because it was in a porno theater, but still, yeah. like, couldn't he notice he was alone and his hands were on the seat? And I don't,
0: I don't think people ask questions in those situations. it's like what, he is having a moment. Yeah, I've never been
2: in a European porno theater before, so I don't know no, what happened
0: me either. Yeah. <laughs> While we're in this porno well, theater in the Piccadilly Circus, making
1: are very sexual.
0: While we're in this movie theater and in Piccadilly Circus, can we talk about this movie that they're watching and how this couple keeps getting interrupted for mundane <laughs> bullshit? Like she takes a phone call, she's like, "I don't know you," and like this dude kicks in and he's like, "You said you'd stop," and he's like, "I don't know you." It's just like, I, I don't know you either. Know he's like, I "Oh know, know. oh yeah," <laughs> he leaves. And I was like, what were they doing back in the 70s? Where they were just like, let's just get everybody naked and have interruptions. It's like a farce. <laughs> but like, it, I don't, it was wild.
1: Well,
2: was it an actual movie or was the porno it a made-
1: version? Movie? Good mm. question. Good question. Hmm. Um, probably mm. for the movie. Probably. probably. I'm not a porno oh, connoisseur, especially heterosexual porn, <laughs>
2: but yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> Despite what people think, I'm not.
0: <laughs> well, okay, okay. It was it. made for the movie Robert says
1: <laughs> okay, Thank you, Robert.
0: Yeah, can you imagine getting that call? We want you in this movie, but it's going to be a movie within a movie. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Like, oh, great! I'm in this movie, and my mom can't even watch it
3: yeah. because of that
2: one scene I'm in. I'm in the corn, I'm in the corn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, that would stink, though. I didn't said that to you. I, I'm in a John Landis movie. Kind of. <laughs> kind oh, of.
3: Plus 10 minutes. <laughs>
2: and, and then the scene right after that, all the English Bobbies, like they close the garage door, and they're gathering out there. You got the Man. You got all the parts. <laughs> you, you gotta have the part if you're gonna play that one. Uh... But all the Bobbies are gathering <laughs> the of the garage door, right before Doug the Werewolf busts through. Uh, those Bobbies, what do they have for a weapon? And then it kind of made me wonder, like, it, it kind of pulled me into how would this look if it were remade today?
1: Yeah. 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 Like, how would the... the because the- they were all trying to go to the action. Like, does it make any sense to me? Like you see this monster and you're trying to run towards it. I mean, I'm not British, but like my ass is going the other way.
0: They might be lying to themselves, being like, this is just a giant bear or something. Um, I to go back to to go back to the nurse girlfriend not making sense, like she runs up to this werewolf to be like, hey, it's me. I'm like, he's not. He's not that
2: into you right now. I think that you should <laughs> maybe wait in the car. <laughs> and so, yeah, I I wondered that too. Why are all these people gathering here? And then, as soon as the bus through, oh, so it can kill all of them? Duh. I I guess. Yes. You... Just to, to start the chaos to show the utter uh, lack of discretion for what's in its path, perhaps. Um, but Did then when all I was thinking forget about how to
1: drive and like run. People
2: over. Running people over, man, like bodies getting ran over. Um, but then it it made me think brutal, oh a Modern Day remake, every every idiot uh with a gun hiding in their coat would probably try to take care of it, perhaps, but then we would get the joy of watching their werewolf destroy them all, maybe. Yeah. I
3: would watch that movie. Please would watch that movie. Look, oh the cops had a great shot at the
1: end, <laughs> We'll set it in Arkansas.
3: Like when they when they did when those cops fired, I was like, "How did they get around her?" Yeah.
1: For the yeah. shot,
3: and I was like, "Well, they're definitely not stormtroopers, so like we're good." Because <laughs> I was like, "How the hell did you?" Make it's It's, that that, that, it's
1: I, like it? that movie Looper. I
3: never
2: um, saw it. They, they appeared behind like the werewolf. Looper. Shot him the back of the head. They
3: appeared behind him. Yeah. Okay. Blues brothers just yeah. before, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I As mean, don't even long. chaos is fun. Chaos is the. always <laughs> choose chaos. Always,
0: always chaos. Yeah, like <laughs> so a naked dude horrible. running around run
1: a zoo. It's set in that... London. <laughs> yeah, like that was I love that week, the <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> what,
2: what were you saying, Derek? <laughs> that was me last week. Was like thing. <laughs>
1: Legit, I took my kid to the zoo. That little boy going up to his mom. Oh, my eight. God, I love I that. American, love that. Balloons.
0: What? <laughs> American Best line reading of the 80s. What? I was like, yeah,
1: you <laughs> would do that. <laughs> yeah. In, I he
2: steals that cute red coat, and it fits him so slenderly and, and form-fitting.
0: Right? I, I could he never looked good. I
1: well. mean, he looked good this whole movie, but he looked good.
0: They look good. The coat they remind me of olive oil a little bit because she had the red and black ensemble first. (laughs) Who wore it better? Um
2: oh olive oil. I mean
0: olive oil, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No shame in that. Um looking at my other note. Frank Oz was in this and I completely forgot about that.
2: He was he?
3: This, yeah he played mr collins the guy that comes in from the american embassy uh, oh that, okay <laughs>
2: that was bothering me so much who was it and, like, was, like, twice, and i was me.
3: like is that how this all happened like we get them up we get all of this can i like <laughs> um but yeah he came in mr collins he's like that. and i was like yeah i'd rather stay in london if i have to go back with you
0: i'd rather like <laughs> <just> stay
2: here <laughs> good. Yeah. i good go back there <laughs> And how come he's still just, got I me? Mean, okay, yeah, it's just bizarre. His friend died and he's still just chilling in London. Thank you.
0: I have many issues with the reason he stayed in London and how he stayed in London, but also, like, I was definitely there when they were like, you have to come back early because there's a pandemic. And I was like, what do you mean early? I paid for two more days. And so I get wanting to stay after tragedy strikes, <laughs> but also, like, why your, your friend was mauled to death you woke up in a hospital you think you're losing it and like the only person who sort of kind of cares for you is the nurse who takes you home to sleep with you also her seduction methods let's talk about that i wrote down the exact fucking line hold please i find you very attractive and a little sad and then she launched into her sexual history of seven partners three one night stands i was like no one asked for all this say less Say less.
3: I, fi- I find you sexy and I'm a little sad. Yeah. Swipe right. I want right. people to put that on their dating profiles and let me know how it. Let's goes. do it. Just do it.
1: Okay. Let's do it.
0: I'll, I'll,
3: I'll, I'll, get in the like, shower <laughs> and
1: have it. Get it done.
0: Right? Insta sad. It was just like, well, if you find me sad Damn. now, wait until five minutes from now. And um, yeah. <laughs>
2: To <laughs> to Home. I agree, though. I I unfortunately found the nurse to be probably the most uninteresting character in the entire movie. Uh, yeah. And it's unfortunate. I mean, it, it really is, watching it, it really is a movie about a bunch of dudes working around each other. Yep. Yeah. At the end of it all. Probably, I'd say that the female character with the most weight is probably the, the barkeep at, at the very mm-hmm. beginning. Yep. And talk about a place begging to have a movie made about she, itself. This more she was. She yeah, was. Like,
0: I guess you have to be in order to like run a pub like in the outskirts of nowhere where you know there's a werewolf running around. You can't just be going to take anybody's shit. you got to be like, look, Jack, what? <laughs> you're going to pay me and you're going to tip me for this.
2: Also, we out of the camp. So how many other werewolves would you say were running around that
1: <laughs> town? <laughs> they were out of everything.
0: I feel like there's quite a few werewolves because they were not going outside alone. <laughs> and there was a good conversation about we can't just leave them. Yeah, we can. I feel like there's a, a pack of werewolves just running around eating tourists from America.
2: Because they were still pretty dang tense. <laughs> the doctor I came. also I just wouldn't.
1: Yep. I just want to see the scene where like 15 different people wake up naked from their werewolf. <laughs> like, mm, good morning. <laughs> good morning.
2: Yeah. Hey, at least they're happy. Sure. <laughs> they're in a good mood after a night of school. He ain't never hungry.
1: <laughs> I mean, I would be too, right? I'd be so happy. Oh. I did not feel sorry for the guy that he that the werewolf was chasing in the subway. Because like well, why the hell are you going to just lay on, on an escalator and think that's going to be faster than a damn werewolf? You've been riding on this We're thing the whole time. Up the Get your ass up and, and walk like, up this escalator.
2: You know?
0: That... That scene made me happy because Tottenham Court is like right in the West End and you better believe my basic ass was there last spring. So I was like, is this is this one of my tubes? And I like Googled it. And like, it is one of my tubes. Um, and then I was sad because I'm here in Indiana now. So that <laughs> you should was- should go it. back and be like, a man died there. <laughs>
2: right? Well, a I,
0: werewolf attack.
2: <laughs> I'm actually looking <laughs> uh, In his- I, I love that they just needlessly kill people before you get to know them. I hate setting up, like, this is the character. You have to get to know who they are before they die because you should have empathy for anyone who dies in a film. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, so, of course, I wasn't like, yeah, I'm glad he's dead, like you were, Trent. Um, but <laughs> but I, I see why they set him up to be Walk up the damn
1: escalator, and I'll feel sorry for you.
2: Uh, no, and you can... I get it, man. I get it. Escalators are there for a reason, and we should respect them, not lay on top of them. You're absolutely right. But then, in the movie theater later, we learn about him. You know, then uh, he have a wife and kids that he lost, and that was one of my more favorite comedic scenes in the movie as well. Um, college kids ask about the star. Everyone clams up and basically throws them out.
0: Which the star looks pretty normal, like kindergartners draw a five-point star and they were like, no, it's this and that. I'm like, is it? What were they doing in the 80s? I'm like
3: <laughs> Remember the Alamo, and I was like, here we go. It
1: looked like it was painted in blood.
0: That would be a question. Had they been like, is that star with five points painted in blood? Then I'd be like, okay. <laughs> but they were like, it's a five-point star.
2: We Put up wallpaper, uh, flesh made wallpaper and scratched a star. Nice it put a candle on each side
1: yeah. <laughs> why well, well, deal. deal
2: yeah
0: it's it's deal. Deal. they had real problems in that town <laughs> such as the werewolves um so yeah, like, problems, worse yeah. things
1: out there listen
0: yeah i wish the star was the <laughs> biggest problem i had <laughs> i wish
2: so okay what was the <laughs> absolute <laughs> biggest problem there <laughs>
0: I think it's the werewolves. Oh, <laughs> I think it's the werewolves. I those are kind of <laughs> hard to get rid of, much like bed bugs. You know, like once you get them, you got them.
2: Yeah, they turn into one. They killed that one though.
0: I feel like that's the first one they've killed in a while because they were afraid. That's
1: a good question, Robert. Yeah. Yeah. Would they have she, believed her?
0: She she did try to keep the guys there, and then like the rest of the pub was like, "No, let them go, they're out there," so it was like a sacrifice. But really, it was just like obnoxious Americans were pained in the ass. They we were like, "I don't care," until it might be too late, and then I might care a little bit because I have a conscience. <laughs> As someone who works in customer service, I'd be on the fence. would
2: be on the fence. Yeah i mean you gotta ask yourself do i really want these people coming back
0: yeah
3: (laughs) i'm
2: I'm
3: always always curious about like how becoming a werewolf works right because he didn't have bite marks and i'm told you're either cursed or you're bitten right or did can you pass
1: werewolf scratch? Right. he
0: he was all the things I, it was all things.
2: Yeah, it, I've always assumed it was just some form of contact DNA. Um, depending on what you watch, sometimes it's a scratch, sometimes it's a bite.
0: Yeah, I'm not going
3: anywhere
2: now.
0: It depends on the movie and what they want to do. Because, like, spoiler alert, we have an episode for gender steps coming up. And apparently werewolfism can also be an STD. So, like, it depends on what you want to do in your movie. <laughs> That's true. Because it
3: makes more sense. Of, I like, have a question about where we'll more more out there.
1: Yeah. Right? Do do we think when you turn back into your human self, do you regrow new teeth, or do you grow the same teeth you had beforehand?
0: I'm more worried about the skin because, like, your skin is not with you anymore. Yeah,
1: that's true. The
0: stretch
3: mark. Another
1: good question. Yeah. Like, if you uh, had, like, really dry skin beforehand, would you would it come back all nice and smooth and, like, you just went to a spa?
0: That'd be yeah. a really cool Neutrogena ad. It's just, like, sometimes <laughs> my skin's a little dry
1: and
0: dry. Full moon?
3: Yes. You're like, yeah.
2: Yes. What about all the hair? <laughs> does the hair just, like, fall <laughs> off of you or does it retract back into your body? Yeah, yeah. But the T. So nice. thinking about this, hurts didn't, Why
3: didn't
0: we learn more about the werewolf? Yeah. Yeah. Because we watched him turn the first time, and it did not look cute. Um, things were stretching. Hair was arriving. He was screaming, I'm on fire, ripping us up out of his clothes. Um, and then he was just like back to normal the next day.
2: Happier. Uh, Luis just asked, why didn't we learn Doing more great. about the werewolf that bit David? I, I just look at this whole movie like it's David's story beginning to end.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just everything from his perspective. Yeah. yeah, I didn't need to know.
0: I I just want to know more about the specific yeah. where well, we did, it, here. Wasn't that, hmm. it
1: was interesting. It was interesting that we saw the dead body of the man. But like I, I mean, didn't understand that
0: that much because like the title again we have titles that tell us things like this one and so I'm like these are Americans I know there's going to be a, an American werewolf in London this math checks out and so like they could have just shot the werewolf and left it to our imagination I'd be like yeah that dude probably shifted back Um, <laughs> especially because the town was like don't talk about it don't tell the doctor anything plan it
3: because David never <laughs> mentions that he becomes a man again right like he never no. says that there was a dead man too he's like it's I saw a wolf
2: yeah I mean it, yeah. it it helps bookend the film at least it's mm. not the very first scene but
1: that's a good point
2: you, you know David, right. you know David has transformed after being killed at the end because of what you saw in the beginning so maybe You're just right. kind of train us of, of what things mm-hmm. look like
0: also this ending is abrupt and I'm not mad about it because I'm not either. now Nowadays, you get like another 20 minutes of life after David's death. And here they were like, he's dead. <laughs> Credits. Because I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess we're done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's none of that extra stuff in, in the beginning or the end. I thought that was nice, And, and that's just, as I said earlier, it's just a, a good part of the pacing of the film overall is you don't have to watch a bunch of extra crap. You, you see the story and that's it. Yeah. Oh, where's Trevor? Where is oh. Trevor? <laughs> it was he's Trevor. To...
3: well He's at the local <laughs> other. He's <at> the other <laughs> end They don't have
0: food there. Oh, I do wonder how. Easy. I I do wonder how these people leave the pub on the nights where there are full moons, or do they just stay there until morning? I just would stay there. I'd stay and drink. And. And that's where I want to be. I want to be somewhere safe with alcohol.
2: We're so- going to a full moon wasted tonight, kids. All
0: right, <laughs> we go, yo. I love it. Everybody calls it <laughs> to work the next day. It's like, you know it's a full moon, so I'll see you in three days.
3: <laughs> yeah. I did make a note that it was very, like... Uh, it brought up a lot of emotion, seeing David in the apartment alone by himself. And I was like him pacing and trying to keep himself occupied. And I was like, that was me throughout the entire quarantine still in this pandemic. And when I got <laughs> hot and I'm like, am I a werewolf or am I having a panic attack? But I mean, I, I felt that even in the, this present time, being in that space, when you have nothing at where you're trying to occupy yourself with, you know, something, there's like doom coming. Um, I did like that. I don't, the way it was filmed. Cause I was like, oh, I feel that I feel that every day.
2: <laughs> I'm not hungry. Keeps going back to the fridge. I'm not hungry.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm going to read this book again. <laughs> I love that. I love that Jack had told him straight up, dude, there's a full moon in tomorrow. You're going to change. And he was like, I hear you. I'm listening. And then he was caught reading a book on her chair when the full moon struck and he was surprised. And I was like,
2: I don't think you were listening. And and along with that, something else that I really like about this movie is that they don't insult you with, like, what's a werewolf? A werewolf? And they do all this research and bullshit. It's like, hey, you're a werewolf. Oh, okay. I know exactly what that means because I exist in a world where werewolves are a thing in fiction and then you, you, you watch a zombie flick, a vampire flick, a werewolf movie, whatever, they have to set it up and explain what a monster is before it becomes, before somebody becomes a monster. It just cut all of that out. And we were all in on it together. You know, you didn't feel like you were living in a world of other expectations, but you were you were part of it.
0: Mm-hmm. This was the first movie, possibly, all weekend without a bunch of exposition. Am I wrong?
2: Uh. Based off of what you've mm-hmm. watched? No, I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the babysitter flicks. Sorry.
0: Don't. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Um, there was, I mean, it. the second one was a lot of exposition that we didn't need.
1: I thought you loved them, Trent. <laughs> I like the first one. I think it's okay. The second one is trash. Oh, okay. Well, I'll watch them sometime.
0: I love that your eyebrows were real time, so sorry. that was caught for the first time <laughs> on weekend, your eyebrows were like, "I heard that on time," <laughs> <laughs> and then you oh. went back to being frozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I think you're right because, like, Jack is the only one that has a lot of info. Right, he gives us a lot yeah. of a little bit of info of like what the mm-hmm. star is, why you have that, what it means, and then and that was it. That was that brief thing of the best friend having some knowledge on it, and then that's it. You go about. Your business.
0: I really loved Dead Jack and watching him decompose and revisit him. It felt very Stephen King to me, and I was a Stephen King kid. And I'm trying to like mm-hmm. think about that because, like now, I'm a better person. Uh, but like, I it felt very Stephen King, and it felt very creep show. And I was like, I would watch this for at least two more hours, um, and then it was over because again, that was I, the end of the movie. The fr-
1: Loved the first there. time we see oh, yes. we see him decomposing yes oh that was so gross especially the first time when it was so gooey and kind of oh by the end it was kind of super campy which was still fun but like that first one ugh. yeah yeah <laughs> he had one little just, piece that was like shaking in the wind
3: <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i wanted to see the toast come out when he was like, Can I have some toast? Yeah. And i was like let the toast fall out of
0: his throat right now. Like, let it happen. <laughs> and it didn't happen. I was like... Damn. Missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Go back and get <laughs> um, yeah, that. I... Yeah, I... I
1: can understand. Know.
0: It's not cute. It's fun, but it's not cute. <laughs>
2: it's not, and it probably took hours
1: <laughs> looking not at it.
0: I just really loved watching him deteriorate as his friend was deteriorating mentally and, and turning into a werewolf, which I imagine is R in the body. Uh, as we previously did So it was good to have that constant reminder. It's like, hey, this is really happening. This is really going down. Dude's not going to do well.
2: I think it helps show how close they really were as friends. Um, that they're both breaking down together at the same time, but in different ways. Oh, they did
0: shoot the a
3: scene with that. I would have loved that.
0: Where is that? Who has the DVD? I'm
1: oh, sorry,
3: the toes was too much, but not seeing a porno.
0: A 15 minute porno is nothing
3: compared to toes falling out
2: of a net. I mean, like the, standards. Well, all the bitties, but no toes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> was sexy. I'll let
0: it slide.
2: But yeah. the the was enough. You know that that was okay. The the head falling off, rolling out in the street. People getting ran over the cars. <laughs>
0: I, I just love the chorus of dead people talking to him in the porno because they were all like, no, we're kind of mad you killed us and we're kind of mad we're in purgatory.
2: I love that. That's
1: one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. No, uh, the only say, especially the little blonde British girl who was like, I'm really chipper and this is just great. <laughs> I was just like, what is this girl's story?
3: <laughs> I enjoyed her.
2: And, and I love the scene when she shoot yourself in the, in the street. <laughs> And the Bobby's like, sir, I'll arrest you. And he starts talking shit about the Queen and everybody else.
0: <laughs> that scene was when I was definitely like, oh, yeah,
2: this is of the 80s. Oh. It was so <laughs> cringe. I mean, yeah, I, the idea of it is funny, but nowadays... It's I like, could ooh. have done
1: without the... Yeah, I could have done without the faggot joke, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's 1981. But, yeah, that's parts of it that didn't age well.
0: Mm. Yeah, that moment, him and the coat sure. getting stares because they were all up in his business, and it was supposed to be funny because there was a man and a woman's coat, and just like it, I don't know, I I felt like I felt like some of these classics could be edited so some of this would like fall out of it, but mm-hmm. we never talk about that. We put it up for TV and say we cut out the violence, and I'm like, I I'm fine with violence. I'm not okay with this, though. <laughs> and so yeah. If I were in charge of anything, I would cut out those bits and pieces so people could, like, enjoy. And I'd put in the toast bits so people could also enjoy.
2: Yeah.
3: Or we just pull a Muppets and (laughs) tell people before you watch it, like, hey, this is the time and it's messed up, but enjoy. (laughs) And you're like, okay.
0: Even Disney does that. (laughs) Like, even Disney says that. I don't watch a lot of Disney, Mm -hmm. um, aside from, like, WandaVision, because I'm me. But like I've heard Disney will be like, hey, this is Dumbo, but here's why it's wrong. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, that's, it, yeah. yeah. So are there yeah. last thoughts before we get to hot takes? Any pressing notes we did not get to?
1: TCM, yeah, Robert said TCM is doing it, yeah.
3: Um, I mean, Nurse uh, Price's apartment for being a modest lady—pretty <laughs> damn nice. Oh right,
2: price. yeah, I thought so too. It was a pretty big
1: apartment,
3: right? Also, what I
1: was like, Grant, I'm not a young, early twenties woman in London in 1981, but who decorated her apartment? Because it looked like. And someone who was eighty-one years old decorated it.
0: That's all eighties settings. Unfortunately, it's like everybody's mama decorated all of it forever. You just brought it in the house, yeah. <laughs> Embroidered everything. Like <laughs> it's like the land for time when everybody's apartment in the eighties movies I've seen. Uh, I one of the lines I didn't get to get to was when the doctor first walks in on the nurses, and that one nurse is all like, "I checked out his package." because that's a weird nurse. Um, Mm -hmm. The doctor's like shutting that down, and he throws what is probably the best shade of the 80s with, surely you perform some function here at this hospital, nurse blah, blah. And I was just like, I like this doctor. He knows what's up.
2: I think overall, something I really appreciated about it was it was a werewolf movie, that it was actual animal. Uh, It wasn't some weird hybrid man-wolf walking on two feet being an upright creature, uh, but it was a beast that was built like a freaking bulldozer. Uh, that was terrifying enough, I think.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. My final thought. Yeah. Cool.
0: Let's let's do some hot takes before we wrap mm-hmm. this weekend up with some announcements. Which is why I loved it, because British shade is some British. of the best shade. It is good shade. Yeah. I think it's why I got so good at it when I was a kid because I would watch BBC whenever we had cable. But hot takes. <laughs> Who wants to go first? You wanna go trick? While you're here, Derek, why don't we'll go you go,
1: go first? Weekend. Hot take. Oh me? Okay. Although, because mine's really boring. Um I really enjoy this movie. I wish that they had handled the female lead of this film a little better and given her just a little more, just something to give me a reason to like her, because I just didn't. Um, but I really enjoy this movie. I, You know, it's trailblazing and makeup and special effects. And something that I will always say Watch this movie compared with the actual effects compared to some bullshit CGI that we're getting nowadays. This is better. It is better.
3: Yeah.
1: Is it cleaner? Probably not, but it looks cool and it is I'm invested in it much more than seeing some CGI uh reindeer or wolves or whatever. So that's my hot take. You wanna go, Derek? i just love how
2: real it feels nothing is ever overdone as as i said earlier i feel like it's the fargo horror flicks and i've said it over and over again and i'll say it again just to make my point again i just feel like it's so perfectly paced from beginning to end you don't have anything extra at the beginning to to meet them um you have you don't have anything extra after he dies. It's a pretty contained story. Um, every scene just leads to the next one. Nothing is ever, ever wasted. Um, it, it feels kind of low budget, even though the effects are incredible, and Rick Baker won. It was the first Oscar for a horror flick to win special effects. Um, it, it really sets the bar for every werewolf movie that came after it. And I don't think anything as as intelligent or psychologically driven has came out after this until ginger snaps. There was it's, you know, I think ginger snaps is really the true sequel to this, or at least in that same realm. Um, I like the howling. I like Wolfen, but they can't touch this. Cannot, cannot. And definitely after this discussion, I see a lot of different points of view of it. And I, I think it's because it's such a good movie that it offers a lot of things to think about uh in film and just in general art and social interactions with people. That's my hot take. Yeah,
0: there's not enough werewolf content, which is weird because it's one of the oldest monsters we can point at, but we get like a couple every decade.
2: And I love them. Love them. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. hot, they're sexy, they're animalistic, you know, werewolf.
0: <laughs> For some reason, I remember the Jack Nicholson one, which was not. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Wolf! It was like him and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: I remember it well. Thank you. How dare you? <laughs>
0: Thanks, Terrain. I don't know. Uncle Jack is just there. Um, Amanda. Okay. <laughs> I mean,
3: awesome. you know, as we were talking about, it, I remember it, like. I watched it and I enjoyed it and there's moment. I think it was like, oh, here's the racist guy. Here's this joke. Like I was like falling into that. I was like, damn it. Why did it, you know, is this humor? I don't know if it's, it wasn't funny to me. And then I, I wait that weighed on me, but then I really enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Cause it's a cult classic and it's stunning. Like I love the transformation, the crappies going through the, how mental illness was treated, you know, and like this dog, somebody actually listening to you and believing you, um, so I did, I, I did really enjoy that. And yeah, it's a really good movie. You need, to, you do need to watch it. You need to see where we've been to where we're going and how can we go back to that? Right. I don't like, I don't want like teen heart throbs in, you know, I mean, you kind of need them sometimes, but as long as they die first, but I don't want them. I want that kind of <laughs> horror again. I want these, these monsters to have this life. And we don't need to know all this stuff. Just be in that world. And I miss that kind of work. Um, and when I kiss the, you know, when I kiss somebody, I'm just gonna hold them and hold a long kiss. And then after we're done, I'm gonna be like, I'm a werewolf. I think everyone should do that after you finish kissing someone, because that I do love that scene <laughs> where David just kisses Nurse Price, and she's like, I'm a werewolf. And I was like, and she didn't freak out. She was like, That's great. Do you want to come have sex with me? Right. Like, because right. so that open, works,
0: that works. So honest. <laughs> Communication is key. Uh, yeah. Now, so my hot take, and like we're all theater <laughs> folks, so we know about that canon. And I, I look at this as I do like some of the stuff in the canon, but like not all of it, but like when I would reach in and save, like for instance, I'm a Christopher Marlowe girl, surprisingly enough. I would reach in and pull out fast and then set the rest of the canon on fire. And I look at this sort of like that. Uh, because like it is problematic because it is of the '80s, um, but it's also like a real cool milestone for werewolves and horror in general. But I also, I also am more concerned with movies that have come out after this and are still coming out that are much more problematic and can't rely on we were in the '80s. Sorry, it's like you were two years ago. I see you, babysitter killer queen. And so <laughs> that's just my hot take. Yeah. A little bit of a rant, a little bit of a ramble. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Thank you. I love it. We do have some announcements before we All like right. get to nonsense and more drinking. <laughs> um, we will be back live um, the weekend of June twelfth to celebrate my birthday after the fact with the Alien franchise. <gasps> We're going to do the first six. We're not going to touch those Predators. We're not getting to those Predators. The um, okay. first. OK, the first fine six. then, Amanda. I'll just, yeah. <laughs>
3: Okay, um, yeah, that's not what you want. Okay.
0: It's your birthday, yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> what will <are> do the <laughs> Predator ones uh, sometime in the future. Um, <laughs> what we're gonna
2: Predator do maybe better uh, than the first one. I think Predator 2 is better than the first one. That's what I'm gonna well, say.
0: I haven't seen anything after like the third alien movie. So I'm excited to see what all I missed and like mm-hmm. so have yeah, yeah. I yeah, I think I saw part of the one with Winona Ryder. And it wasn't working out. And so I just went to sleep. That's my defense when it's not working out. <laughs> it won't work sleep.
2: again. It won't work <laughs> again. <laughs> turn, turn, turn.
0: <laughs> not looking forward to that then. <laughs> um, tomorrow, we're dropping the episode run because, like, we're fools and didn't think we should give ourselves a break. So that episode will be uh, wherever you listen to the podcast tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern. And we're going to update, all upload. That is my word. We're going to upload all of these lovely episodes for international listeners that do not do social media later in the week, because as we can see, Trin is having technical difficulties. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, that'll be coming at you later. Um, yeah, yeah, and that is all I know. Yeah. Perfect.
1: Yes, yes. Um, so, that is I'm uh, Horror in uh, London, and that is the end to my birthday weekend. Um, thank you to Derek for joining us for this show. Thank Thanks you to all you. the guests this weekend. Awesome. Thank you to Amanda for uh, for generously jumping up on in here with us for for all of these. Uh, we saw some, some great movies and we saw some movies and we saw some choices.
0: <laughs> so many choices. So um, much choices. Yeah,
1: so be on the lookout. So many choices. <laughs> But yeah, thank you all for watching and going on this journey with us. And uh, make sure you stay curious out there.
0: Bye.